Okay, we are back. We are back for another edition of Couples Debate. Welcome to the Couples Debate Show. Do you like do you like your new intro, Lovey? Huh? Why is it new? It's a new intro, yeah. I, I couldn't I couldn't find the original couples debate. We haven't done a podcast in so long. I forgot what it's on no, at line. No, no, but this is now the first official your channel couples debate. Now we've done couples debate before. For the listeners out there, we have done couples debate, but then I changed it, and like I explained in my last night's intro, I've changed it because. One week, we were doing Rachel's episode, what Rachel would, you know, like to discuss. But in one week, I was discussing but political stuff in that. And Rachel, you you found that boring. You, know? you didn't you didn't really want to sit in with me. It's like some of the podcasts you just say, okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go now. I'm, I'm gonna go because this is not it's boring. It's right? boring. Close, lovey. Close, close, close. I like this. <laughs> Why is it boring? I'm right on top of the mic. Yes, that's what I want you to be. I want you to be on top I of the mic. I am on top of the mic. Now you're on top of the mic. Yeah, yeah. Now you're on top of the mic. Alright, couples debate. Yeah, we are. We are back. We are back. Um I want I want Where this. have we been? Or where have I been that I don't have time? No, you haven't been in the last few podcasts with me. I haven't had time. The last Okay, my other, okay for the listeners out there, my other channel is uh, the Conscious Debriefing Show, and that's now strictly political. So we just speak. The, my last um, episode on that channel was about Gideon Dion, Gideon Uber, a member of the ZACP. Okay, Rachel's really shaking her head at me. Okay, anyway, and the previous one was Order and Genocide, where we spoke about uh, genocide in Zimbabwe. But yeah, that's not the reason why we're here today. We're here today because we are here for. Rachel's topic. And Rachel, your topic is school bullying. School bullying. Touchy, touchy subject that eh? Something that needs to be talked about. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I don't know why we haven't really spoke about it until now. Because it's We no but we have on on previous podcasts we spoke about school behaviour. Kids, how they behave in school, and how, how rude they are towards teachers and stuff like it. Yeah, do you remember that podcast we did it? You come on. I can't remember now. No, seriously, we spoke about how children disrespect teachers in it, and how some teachers and children get into fights in it. Oh yes, now I remember. No, yes, no, you yes remember. it was about. We actually spoke about that incident that happened with that. That girl and that female teacher. Yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to quickly play a quick video from YouTube. Again, like I mentioned in my previous podcast, this podcast has not been monetized. So I'm not making any. This is just for uh, simply for uh, listeners so that they can hear quickly. Just a quick description on how to stop a bully. And, and then there on, we're going to. 
give a quick description. Okay, I'm going to play the Why are you looking at me like that? No, because you... Why are you frowning so? The the, the thing that you put on the microphone, so so when you blow it doesn't... Because when you take it off, then it it sounds like this. No, no, it's crackling. No, it's fine. It's fine. Now it's not not crackling. No, it's fine. Continue, continue. All right, let me play the video quickly. Sociologists have been studying bullying for decades. They just don't call it bullying. They've always called it dominance behavior, that it's other people trying to overpower others. And it's just like the animal kingdom, you know, the alpha male mentality. That's what's happening on campus. And so when we understand it in terms of dominance behavior, people trying to have power over another, that helps us understand what to do about bullying when we really understand what it is. All the bullying experts agree on one thing, that bullying is an imbalance of power, that someone's trying to have power over you. They want to see you lose, and they want to win. You see, the experts say it's an imbalance of power. Let me put it this way. Let's say a bully says they hate your guts. I hate your guts. If you respond out of anger, shut up! The bully loves that. Never. (laughs) I hate you! Don't care. (laughs) You're hurting my feelings! That's the point, stupid. You see, the more upset you get, the more angry you get, the more fun they have. But what would happen if we were resilient? Everybody say resilient. Resilient. What if we were emotionally strong? Everybody say strong. Strong. What if we were mentally tough? Everybody say tough. Then no matter what the hater says, you wouldn't care. I hate your guts. That's nice. (laughs) You smell like body odor. You're nasty. Thanks for the information. (laughs) Your face is ugly. You have a face of an angel's sweet cheeks. (laughs) Okay, maybe that was too far. But how awesome would it be if you, the victim of relentless teasing and taunting or bullying, decided to not get upset, to have tough skin, to allow the hateful, mean words of others bounce right off you, and not care what the other person says. See, some people say, well, Brooks, doesn't a person have to have a high sense of self-esteem to be able to do what you're asking? Don't they have to have, you know, self-confidence or, or a high sense of self-worth? No. No, they don't. If, if you explain to students that bullying is nothing more than a game about winning and losing, and that the way that they can win is by not getting upset, and the bully will lose... And when people lose, they don't like playing the game, so they'll leave you alone. When you explain that to a student, it's simple. It's concrete. It's not abstract. It's not ethereal. It's not... Com- All right. I, I, think, I think we get it. We get it. I, I mean, I get it. Do you get it? I do get it. Okay, I, I know the guy put a, a Yumi into it. Isn't it? But I think what the guy's just trying to say is that bullying in general, in all fairness, it's, it's about being a popular there I am, I'm this big boy, and I'm going to come and bully this guy to draw attention. Now, you got a crowd, and you go up to this guy, and you say, hey, you, you stink. And the guy goes, leave me alone. And but then, don't you think bullying starts at home? I, w- I would say yes. I would yeah, also say but, yes. Uh, I would say yes. And, and if no. a child is bullied at home... And can't, uh, and can't express themselves, they take that anger to school, so, and then they take it out on a child. Okay, so who's going to bully... This bully, bigger brother, older sister, argument. Dad. Maybe, maybe dad, because some dads out there are not really, 
Don't hands know how on to be dead. hands on dead. He he comes home and he starts shouting and everything, and he throws the plates around, and, and then he walks into the son's room, and the son's room is untied, and he smacks him around. Yeah, pushes him around. So that so anger he takes that anger. And he, he takes that anger and he goes to school. And yeah, exactly, I agree. And then he takes and he, he looks for somebody that's that hasn't got that toughness. They look for the the weaklings. Yeah, yeah of course, yeah. Now, like that guy said in that video, now, and if you just stand up and just say, "Oh, thank you," uh, let's say the guy's name's Royce. Oh, thank you, Royce. I appreciate it. Or walk away. No, if you walk away, you just make it more difficult. I you, don't know. You, I, no, would, no. I would walk away. You need to stand up. You need to stand up towards the bully. But but anyway, um, do you want to read this quickly, Rachel? It's okay. Like I've said in the in my Facebook description on my wall and that. And uh, I've said it also in the previous intro. We are not professional child therapists, okay? But what we are, we are parents of two children that we have raised ourselves. Our daughter is out the house already. She's already working. She's got a career. She's got two kids of her own, okay? Um, Samantha, if you listen, we're not, we're not going to talk about your kids. It's not fair. In fact, we're not going to talk about no one's kids. So we're not going to name names. We're not going to use anyone's kids for example, and that, mm. and like this one, okay. But but we are talking in general. We are, we are concerned parents out there. I mean, I raised up my, my boy to defend himself. And I didn't I didn't turn him into a bully. I just turned him into a person that can defend himself. I mean, it's, it's like, you know what, it's like karate. I mean, everyone learns karate for defense. Defend, defend, you know, defending yourself. But there's values and there's a moral, there's a type of morality behind karate because you're learning this discipline, and you know, you're learning. Yeah, you're learning. You're learning discipline. You're learning discipline. I mean, we've all watched in the '80s the Karate Kid, where the Karate Kid was, when am I gonna get out there? When am I gonna kick the shit out of this guy in that? And and then and what was the guy's name? Not Daniel Sun. What was it? Uh, Sensei. What's his name? Guy from Karate Kid, man. Daniel. Pe- no, not Daniel. Daniel. Daniel son was the boy. Ah, oh, Daniel son. I don't the, know what the, the old sensei. Name was oh, oh, I forgot. I know his name is Pet something. But anyway, and he said, "Ha, oh, karate is not for fighting; is for learning." Yeah, okay, but you, you get what I'm saying. I, I, I think I forgot to host the movie. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what we have got here is something from the internet from a child therapist, a professional child therapist, and this is her words. Uh, Rachel. Okay. Cover it. Bullying. Bullying is always in the news. Most recently, there was a short story about a mom who hit a child on a school bus because he was bullying her daughter. Taking matters into her own hands was certainly the wrong thing to do. Carry on. Unfortunately, many parents feel alone with the problem when it occurs and doubtful that their child's school will help. As a child and family therapist, I believe that our school needs to take a greater role in handling bullying. The schools are in a position to provide more protection and support to children and their parents. Bullying occurs for a large part within the school's perimeter. In the lunchroom, in the locker room, during recess, or right outside the building. Schools have professionals to, available and they have a real capacity to be the positive force to din, 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 diminish. Din, 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 diminish diminish those occurrences. 
Here are some important steps schools can take to remedy these problems. Okay, now she's got here also seven pointers. Okay. I, I took this because it's it's quite interesting. These seven pointers I think is interesting. So let's let's go through each point and see what we can make make from it. All right, you go for it, okay. Rachel. Number one. As part of the curriculum, students should learn to identify bullying. Language action in themselves and others. They should also be taught positive communication skills. These knowledge will help create a more positive environment where bullying is less likely to occur. What what can you make of that? Uh, what can you make of that? Students should learn to identify the bullying language. Okay? So body language in essence. Body language where you can see this guy is a bully. And, and he throws throws rude um rude comments. Yeah. He throws rude comments. So pushing around. So identify the bullying. So other kids in school You should you should other, be able to see a bully a mile away. Other children and teachers also should be trained to this. They should be trained to see that and say, This guy's a bully. So before he starts bullying on kids, let's pull him in and say, Listen, yeah. We see you, but in the nice professional manner, okay, yeah, I, I, I can't if the teacher has to use what I'm trying to say, he's going to say, bullshit, I can't do that because the parents are going to sue me. And this is in essence what's happening in school because teachers can't really talk to the kids and the children in school because then they get threatened. You will not talk to me like that because my mom and dad will sue you. But still, identify the bullying, call him one side and say, hey, listen, I see you. I'm watching you. Mm. Should that put the shits up the child? I have no idea. I don't know. But at no, least the, take him to one side and say, "Listen, yeah, um, we see what you're doing. It's a start. Stop, stop whatever you're doing. Yeah, it's a start. I agree. Okay. Okay. Point number two: There should be an establishment, established system for a child to report being bullied, anonymously if needed, and get immediate help. A counselor and other professionals should meet with the children involved and their families to determine a solution. Exactly. Yeah. Bring the child in. Bring your child in that's been bullied. Bring the parents in. Bring the teacher yeah. in. Yeah, I agree. Agreed. And sit down and sort out whatever is the problem. Yeah, but now let's ask ourselves this question. Is this really happening in our schools in South Africa? Is it really happening? Huh? Okay, I haven't been in school for a long time, I know, but is it really happening? I don't know. I can't say. I would like to say yes or no. I think it is. Maybe, maybe, maybe more in private you catch schools. It, if you catch it early, yes. Maybe more in private schools because there is. Okay, I know in the high school that I went to, and you, you went to the same high school that we had a counselor. What was her name? Do you remember her name? <laughs> a long time ago, eh? Goodness me. You're asking me yeah, long, after how many years? 20, 20, 20 odd years. Mm -hmm. More. Is it 30 years? You're no. Our <laughs> no, you're not, we're not that old. You're giving our age away. Ah, oh, shit, I don't give a shit. The, the thing is that a, a counsellor is there for a reason and it gets paid for a reason to, to address these issues and that and bring them in. Yeah, you're right. But I mean, the child, the child that is getting bullied, he needs to let his parents know. He mustn't just leave it. No, but that's the thing. The, the children of today are too scared. They're they don't too want scared. To. They, don't, they don't want to even tell the teacher. And I mean, it's happening with little ones. It's really, really in creches as well. There is little bullies in creches. 
Yeah, yeah, that too. I mean, okay, a lot of the bullies don't like to do. Some like to do it in the open for popularity reasons, and some like to go in the toilets. And then they. It's not just high hit. schools, Jason. It's, it's the little ones and it's one. primary schools too. I know, but then they get beaten up in the toilets. The bully comes out like as if nothing happened, and then the child that got bullied, the victim in this case, comes out like you know tucking in his shirt and he's like trying to comb his hair. Surely people, other children and teachers should see this and report it. But yeah. Okay. And I would just like to make a point today. It's not just um, children bullying children. These teachers bullying children. No worries. Well, they're not allowed to. It Cor- is happening. Corp- corporate punishment's taken away years ago. It, is, it is happening. Where the teacher picks and picks and picks and picks on one child. Yeah, mentally. Men- mentally. Yes. Men- not physical bullying, mentally. Mentally. Like hair cuts and that, and if your hair is not cut right, then the, the the teacher starts threatening them and that. What what what? But they won't. They're not allowed to hit them. But they'll physically. No, they're but they 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 threaten. Mentally, mentally yeah, threatening. Yeah, they threaten them. That's bullying. That's if you don't, bullying. that's that's a, a type of bullying. Yeah. You don't need to be pushed around to be bullied. Yeah, definitely. Verbal no. verbal is the same as that's being bullied. It's the same. Hundred percent. All right, you want to read number three? Okay. Point number three, there should be classrooms discussions about the motivations and effects of bullying to sensitize students and promote self-awareness. Children should understand that bullies are children who have experienced some form of bullying themselves. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. They have aggressively in an attempt to retaliate. They are children who feel powerless and suffer from low self-esteem. They attempt to heighten their self-esteem by surrounding themselves with other children who they can control, who often feel insecure themselves. Bullies then find someone to diminish, diminish, diminish in attempt to inflate themselves. It should be emphasized that children who are bullied suffer terribly. This education can help the children to make better, more positive choices and to become the school's partners in, inst- in eliminating bullying. Okay, oh, my with, reading is terrible. Too. No, no, relax, love. No, it's fine. Don't worry. Let's, let's talk about the self-esteem thing. Um, it breaks down a child mentally. He doesn't want to wake up in the morning. He cries. Doesn't want to go to school. Doesn't want to go to school. He knows what's happening. He knows when he walks through that gate. Jason, we have read articles in our local newspapers. Our children haven't spoken to their parents, haven't spoken to a teacher, how they've been bullied, and where they take their own lives because they just can't handle that, it anymore. That is the sad part that of it. That is now real that is the sad part. self-esteem, where they, it's, it just lowers to... Yeah, but they you know, get into into such a dark place where I just they can't I, get okay. out. I can't see how children take their lives away. I mean, what are the parents doing? What, are they too busy on their cell phones? And I'm, let's be honest, yeah. I mean, I'm one of them. I mean, I come home and I eat my supper and I'm on the cell phone. And then until you cuck me to say, Jason, get off your cell phone. It's me time now. It's our time. You're supposed to be talking to me. If a child kills himself like that is because the children the, the children's parents have not been paying attention. They have not been paying attention. No, they should to be the, able to see that there is a change. There, there's a change. There's, I mean, there's crash. You go to crash, okay? 
Or even if there's kids that don't go to Christian, when they go to primary school, why the sudden change? Why is he in a constant bad mood? Why is he always crying? Little ones cry. Little ones if cry, they're unhappy, of they will cry, and they will they cry in their sleep. They they cry when they wake up. They cry. They don't want to go to school. But uh, but uh, but but I think they're in the Then it should already be red lights flashing in front of a parent. Yo, Something yo. is wrong with my child. When 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 this therapist Joe mentions this, education helps the children to make it better, positive. It should be a collective thing. The whole school. On a regular basis, every now and then said, listen, like in assemblies, there's a couple of kids pulling you, stop it. And then like that counselor, like you read in part two, should come on stage and say, guys, this is what's going to happen. What, 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 and what, what, what. It's going to lead to this mental disorder and self-esteem and what, what, what. Did I explain myself right? No, not really. What do you mean? No, man, I thought so. <laughs> All right, number four. Professionals should teach the children skills for handling bullies through role-playing and other techniques. For example, the students can write plays and act out different bullying scenarios in the classroom. Each child should act out being the bully, the bully supporter and the victim to gain a more tangible understanding. Now this point I like. This is mm. exactly what I said in the assembly. This point I like where children should do up these plays, write their plays, and, and act as a bully. Uh, yeah. I'm Royce, and I'm yeah, and I'm going to pull your underpants and eat your, your samis. You know what I did when I was in high school? You I used to pinch other people's... No, there boxes. was two... No, no, no. There was Because these bullies used to always come and eat my flipping sandwiches. Oh. And that freaked the shit out of me. So what I did the one time was I put brooklicks on the one. Okay, for the listeners out there, brooklex is another term word for laxative. Laxative chocolate. Yes. No, and the guys are eating it and they go, mm, just as your sandwiches are nice. Tell your mother I say your sandwiches are nice. And then little, <laughs> as little the day progresses, yeah, as the day progresses, yeah, eh? Then, the one time I put chilies on my bread, hot, hot curry chilies, and my dad used to eat this pack of curry chilies. And at a young age, my dad brought me up eating curry and hot food. So for me, it was a right. I, I would eat that sandwiches. But they wouldn't because one bite and it's like, no, I don't want this. Then that was that. I got rid of the bullies. Yeah. I got rid of the bullies. So, yeah, it worked for me. Uh, where are we now? Point number five, eh? Four. No, four. Okay, go for it. Okay, counseling. Counseling should be available to kids who are bullied. For the bullies and for those who help the bullies. We need that these children should be referred to outside therapists for ongoing help. That, yeah, okay. What? I've read number four. Okay, so we're, gonna, we're not going to talk about number yes, four. Yes, we are. Right. I think it's a good thing. But I mean, surely there is counsellors at schools. We sp I spoke about it earlier, yes. but not all schools of today have got counsellors. Or they call guidance teachers. Gui guidance teachers? But I don't think all schools have guidance teachers today. Because there's not enough I money. I mean, imagine taking a, a, a six or a seven-year-old to a therapist. Somebody they never know. They're not going to talk. You know, okay, I'm, I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk about something that I don't think you know. Maybe I did tell you about it. We, me and, me and Zachary, 
my brother, we were so naughty. You have told me. Yeah, that, that my dad brought in a child therapist. And this child therapist uh, made up a poster, like a big poster, like a Monday to Sunday type of poster. And chores, we had to do chores, we had to do this. And, then, and every time we did chores, um, we would get like a reward, like a chocolate or a packet of chips. But that wasn't to do with bullying. That was just something else. That was that was because we were extremely naughty. We misbehaved big time. <laughs> but yeah, hundred percent. Counselors, you know, that, that's needed in schools, but it's not. I don't think it is. I could speak under correction here. Yeah. Jason, if there was counselors in schools, schools wouldn't be out of hand like they are today. They. <laughs> there is no. No, you know what? We spoke in, in our previous podcast about school behavior. We spoke about it because corporate punishment was taken away. And we know why corporate punishment was taken away because some teachers got abusive and some children would come home with their asses like bleeding mm. or their hands or the knuckles like bleeding, yeah. you know, like damaged. So, yeah, the corporate punishment yeah, but that did was not become abusive. A, yeah, that was abusive. That, that was abusive, yeah. So, but That's not just a hiding, I mean... Punishment when you stay for detention uh, after school, that's not working anymore. I mean, I, I've seen detention classes. They, they're supposed to be quiet, but they're not. They're actually on their phones and they're like throwing papers around. They're having a big Because factor. I don't even think the teacher sits, sits with them while I don't, they... I, I don't think the teacher does, yeah, because it's not taken serious. No. Number five. Okay. There should be school-wide events that focus the student body on bullying. For instance, Bully Awareness Tuesdays. There should be activities in each class such as designing slogans to put on the walls such as it's wrong to bully others or it's wrong to go along with a bully. A child who reports bullying should be rewarded. Now that's coming to me and my brother's mm. posted thing, the Monday to Sunday activity, giving rewards. You know, a couple of, couple of years ago, and I agree with this because this is how you, uh, this is all the posters that's been posted on the wall. This is how your, your uh, uh, I want to say the indoc indoctrination, doctrine, where a child sees this and it's like plastered in his brains the whole time. Stop bullying, stop, stop bullying, bullying, report bullying, report this and report that. So mm. I agree with it. That's cool. But again, is it happening in our schools? No. No, that's not happening in our schools. Okay, number six. Schools should have strong repercussions for bullying. Bullying is now an illegal offense and there should be zero tolerance for this behavior. At the same time, the officials, a real effect to get to the bottom of the cause by discussions with the child's family and the child are essential. Families need to examine their family relationships. And make sure there is no bullying going on at home. That's what I said from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Um, zero tolerance. Okay, here's my version of zero tolerance, what they mentioned there. Expel the kid, the child, the child. Expel him. Expel him from school. And then he goes to another school and does the same thing. Event, it's not getting yes. punished. No, okay, but it's okay. not getting punished because he'll just do it yes, again. Yes, okay, I agree with you. That is not some, the solution. Some schools will take him in, but if he gets expelled after two or three times, by the time he gets to the fourth school, do you think the fourth school is going to take him in? No. No. Then what does a parent do? They lead to private schooling at home, at home schooling because they realize how the child is. But this is the problem. I mean, we're talking the whole time about the child. We're not really talking about the parent yet. 
bringing in the families need to be examined. Um, back in the old days, when things like this happened. If there's a problem with the child, there's a problem at home. Yeah, but that's the thing. Back in the old days, when things like this happen, somebody would come out. Somebody from the government will come out to the child's house, to the parents, and say, listen, I've been sent here from the governing school body. Your child is doing this. He's been a big bully in school in it. Oh, okay. We didn't know that. Okay. This is what's going to happen. If you don't, we're going to expel your child and stuff like that. Lay the cards down on the table. Yeah. But that shit is not fucking happening. Sorry not for in, swearing. But not it's, in South Africa. It's not happening anymore. It's not, not fucking South, happening. Not in South Africa. No one is coming out to the child's house and that and saying this is no. what you're happening. And, in, and when you do phone the parents, the parents just go, oh, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll spe- speak, to, I'll, the, I'll speak, I'll speak to, him. to him. Some parents do. Yes, some parents do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this, and, and listeners out there, if you want to persecute me for this, then so be it. But the majority of parents out there just don't, give, don't a shit. give a shit anymore. They're not helping fixing the problem, and they're not realizing that their child could be the reason and responsible for the death of another child. The thing is, mommy and daddy works all day. Mommy and daddy is tired when they come home. They just want to eat and go to bed. This. <coughs> There's no parent-child um, connection anymore. No, there isn't. And, and yes, I know I'm getting upset. And sorry about it, guys, for listeners out there. But this is true. It's true facts. We really need to do something about this. Even your neighbor. Oh. Okay, our neighbors don't have kids. But, I mean, if you see your kids. If you hear a child screaming day in and day out, let's say, you let, should know Let's say, for example, you see your neighbor's child kicking the cat or kicking the dog and hurting the dog the whole time. Are you going to keep quiet or are you going to go to the neighbor and say, listen, I saw your son kick the dog. Are you? No. No, we're not. Because That's exactly don't it. don't want to get involved. But if this was 1985, okay, then you would do that. You will knock on the door and say, hello, Elsie. I can't see you. You see it. You want to scope and you want to get a look. Okay, for those of you in English, I said that I saw your son hit the dog and, and the, the dog was chunking. Yeah. <laughs> Number seven. If your child's school has no support system in place, your parent, your parents' association should lobby for the school to develop one. You go a bit closer, lovey. Bullying has been a part of society since its its mm. inception. It will not easily disappear, but with the joint effect of the schools, the parents and the children, go to school can become a healthier, safer experience. Amen. All easy said and done, really, but I, I don't know. I don't know. In everything we read there, Rachel, I agree with it 100%. Um, Jason, you as a parent, what would you do if you could keep getting phone calls from school? And your son is bullying another child or children. Yeah, well, okay. What? I don't. I don't. I don't get a lot of phone calls from teachers. I did get one yesterday about Tyron's hair that he he needs to cut his hair a little bit short at the top. And Tyron was a bit. But that is where where teacher <coughs> bullying comes in because this. Te- no, but it's got to be done. No, but no. You need to cut Tyron's hair this tomorrow teacher, or Sunday. This teacher has been... And Tyron, if you're listening, your hair's going to be cut tomorrow. This teacher has been going on and on and on with Tyron. Tyron's hair was cut last week. He's been going on 
since before Tyrone's hair was cut. I, I know. It's short on the sides, but it is a little bit long on the side, on the top. It is. It's not that long. But yeah, coming back to your question, what am I going to do? I what can't, would you do? Okay, I can't take the belt anymore and hit Tyrone. Okay, it's against the door in this But country. you've never hit Tyrone with a belt. Doot, 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 doot. Hello, police. Yeah, I want to report uh, Tyrone's father. He's thumping he, he's, he's, he's admitted on a live podcast stream that he's thumped his son Tyrone. Yes. What is your reward? That's, okay, no. No, I don't, I don't do that. What I will do is take away your cell phone, cut the Wi-Fi password, let him stay in his bedroom, and cut the grass twice a week. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, jo- I'm joking. No, I'm going to punish him. I'm going to take I a few know, things away I don't know, it's difficult because, I mean, our children have never been bullied <laughs> or, as far as I know, no, never bullied children. No, our children have never been bullied. Um what I am happy about is I'm happy about teaching Tyrone how to defend himself against the bully. Mm-hmm. And in fact, Tyrone has actually told me many stories in, in, in his, when he was in primary school that he's actually gone to help these poor victims, you know, and say, listen, stop it. Stop your nonsense. Stop, stop yes, hitting on this child. He has that done a lot. And I'm, not, yes, I'm extremely pr- proud about Tyrone for doing that because I felt as a parent, as a father, I've done my job, but I've achieved in teaching Tyrone why he needs to defend himself and how he can use that ability to help little other victims in it. Hey? Yeah. 100%. So the message out there to all the parents out there, if you are listening. Be alert. Be alert. Listen to your you children. Know, don't, you know, guys, I know times are off, odd. I mean, I know we're doing this podcast, so that, that probably makes me very, 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 very much privileged. And that I've got money. I don't have money. I, I, the money that I get every day is, is just it's enough for survival. It's, it's survival. Okay? I'm not privileged. Yeah. I know everyone's going to say, yeah, but you're all privileged because you're doing a podcast and you've got internet. Yeah. I, think, I think a lot of the bullying happens to children that come out of underprivileged and comes out of poverty. Poverty situations where... Their mind is not stimulated. They, they, there's no entertainment. So he comes home, life is boring. He comes home to a mother that's drunk all the time, a father that's drunk, and a father that hits on the mother. So you grow up seeing that. You grow and the up- thing is, they don't have any self-esteem. They're low self-esteem. If you have low self-esteem and can't defend yourself, you're like a little mouse. You're like a little mouse, yeah. But but now those type of parents need uh, to catch a wake up and listen to your children. When your child is complaining that a child is hitting them at school, do something. Go to school and uh, go and complain. Yeah, but I'm going to be honest. They don't, and and that's why when the welfare comes in, and then the welfare take away the children because of the drinking situation and the abusing. It's not that easy anymore, Jason. You're saying welfare takes your children away. It's not that easy anymore. You have to have concrete proof before your child gets taken away. You have to have lots of proof. I was just reading something now on Facebook. What was I'm not the s- going to go in, in, into it, but 
No, go into You don't have to mention any names. No, I don't know the names, but I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Today there was something on Facebook. Say it. A child was taken away from its mother um, for no reason. Now they're saying um, the mother's this and the mother's that and the mother's this and um, was a wealthy um, present, was a child stolen. Um, yeah. You're talking about wealthy. Wealthy does not take children away unless it's really necessary and if they have proof. Okay, granted. I understand what you're saying. And it goes to court. I know it goes to court. And those court proceedings take lengthy. They are very, very, very lengthy, especially in this country. I mean, our justice system unless has failed you us. Go, unless you go yourself to the welfare and you ask the wealthy for help. Then they will go into the history of the family and then they will go to court and the court... And the wealth. Yeah, that's when they come. That's when they come into your house and look at your cupboards to see how many tons of baked beans you got, no, how much meat you got in the fridge, and you, if you don't have that in your cupboard in your fridge, then they take the child away. Yes. 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 No, they do that. Yes, I know they do that. That is now really welfare. That means you can't feed your child. But I'm talking about in other situations. If the mother is not working and there is no father present, then she will go to the welfare and she will ask for help. Okay, but again, maybe she will ask for. Maybe she will say, "Please don't take my children away." Can the welfare not help with food parcels? My children need clothes. Okay, they do not take children away if the child has been looked after. If the mother comes and asks for help, granted, they will help the mother and the child. Yeah, but if the child is abused. If the parents are drunk all the time and babies are lying in their own feces and screaming all day and the neighbors are complaining and there has been reports yeah. of child abuse, things like that go to court. Of course, yes. But anyway, that's got nothing to do with bullying. We're now, going now completely off no, the subject. No, no, it has got everything to do with bullying because we're speaking about self-esteem and that and the child, child's way of thinking. He's been brought up in the environment. So when he goes to school, he does take up his frustrations out on other children. Mm. So it has. It has an effect. It has got everything to do with bullying. Everything that we discussed, Janet. Neighbors, people, I know, I know there's a lot of us we don't want to get involved in that because when, we, when, when the neighbor is drinking so much and the father's abusive and that we don't really want to get involved because then the neighbor goes, hey, fuck you. Have your blood some. Last me my family eight. In English. Hey, listen, I'm going to moor you. Don't touch my family net. Leave my family alone. Screw that, man. Pick up the bloody phone. Phone the police and say, listen, this man is hitting his child pink and blue and purple. You want to come out here? Because the, the man needs to know. But, you know, I know all and well is saying that. But, yeah, we live, we live in a society where... They don't care. They don't care. The next door neighbor just doesn't care. He just goes, fuck them. And oh. police don't get involved with um, domestic violence. No, they don't. They don't come out yeah. for domestic violence. You have to sort it out yourself or you have to go to the police station and open a docket. Yeah, open a docket, yeah. Anyway, anything else, Social? You think we, we think we covered it? I think we have covered it. We covered it. Huh? Okay, thank you. Thank you very much for tuning into our episode on the couples debate. No last words? 
Um, I haven't got a Facebook page. I'm going to try and be more available. It's very, very difficult. Um, I can't stretch my hours in the day like an elastic band. Unfortunately, I have other um, responsibilities. Yeah. So on a Friday afternoon is my only time that I do have to do a podcast. I can't do a podcast on a Tuesday with Jason. Not that I'm interested. Yes, you are. You just don't like my political podcast, man. You just don't stick your tongue out of me. No, I don't do politics. No, I know you don't do, do politics, yeah. More that is close to my heart. Um, next week will be... Well, you don't know what next week's topic's um, going to be. Should I, are there more? Should I, I think... Should, yes. I, should I put your Facebook link? Should I put your Facebook link on this, on this podcast so that people can go in and then leave a few discussions? few words yeah, and maybe give, give, me, a, give me a little bit of um some ideas ideas yeah okay but i like i would i want to do something more like husband wife maybe we should do um a sex but a sex therapy oh yeah i think that would be cool yeah yeah but we I haven't will, done that yeah i will think about it no i think the next next week's podcast is going to be about sex therapy all right some okay we're going to make it sex therapy next week. We okay, will think cool. about it. Uh, bye-bye, Samantha. Bye. Bye-bye, Johnny. Uh, there goes my grandkids and my daughter. Okay. All right. Cheers, guys. Bye.